Go now? Okay, here we go. <laughs> A one, two, three, four. Welcome to the moderate. Welcome to the moderately interesting. And Uncle B. With my dad, his friend. Actually, it's really your mom's friend first. He's not my friend. He's my friend first. I met Derek I when I was seven in seventh grade. We were I know. Yes, it's already been mentioned once or twice. Let me let me practice my podcast. What should I podcast about? Second round of the playoffs. Can you guys hear me? I can hear. Yep. All right. Let's. Oh, see, like that. Like all of a sudden, channel one picks up like that. Now I can hear myself very well. Um. Okay. So, I did some looking into this. I can do five people. Wow. <laughs> I've got four here on the mixer, which then go into channel one, and then I can have. A fifth person. That's so. awesome. Yeah, I think this is a good. We setup. could get the whole school board in here. I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, how <laughs> many people are on the board? Six, seven, no, seven. seven, seven. Yeah, seven. We could get all seven in here, and Shaper could host. Not in this in closet. This room right Not here. in this closet. So <laughs> you can't run from anything. You got to hash out the. <laughs> so the Julie said, you, "You can't podcast in here with Sabrina." We can't what? We can't podcast in here with Sabrina. Okay. Because her personality is too big for this room. That's probably accurate. That's probably accurate. Yeah. Respect. There we go. And now it's back for some reason. There we go. Back. All right. There's going to be a lot of editing on this one. Okay. (laughs) All right. If it happens again, we'll have to cut it. So, all right. I'm Steven. I'm Derek. I'm Brian. We got Brian with us tonight. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. This is... Ghetto in my basement setup, but uh, it actually looks better. <laughs> Listen, every time I come over here, I'm really excited. I I filled up for a cool eighty five dollars today <laughs> in the tank. Um, it was worth every penny to come over here and see the setup. We've got this beautiful studio closet. You know, this used to be my equipment. closet. This used to be Brian's closet. <laughs> <laughs> I love the effort that has gone into this, and I'm I'm motivated. I'm so, excited for this. So every time I do something, Julie's like, "Can you just scoot back to the back room? Could, could you just maybe go in the closet here?" Sure. Like, so basically, I'll be out of the house at some point. Yep. She'll just be like, "You cannot do this here anymore. <laughs> You're going to be somewhere else. You'll be doing the show on the road." Yep. But no, this is a great setup. I mean, we got the three mics. We got a, we got extras. You know, we got so extra we mics. Can have extra guests in here from time to time. This is wonderful. I bought mm-hmm. some more boom stands. So yeah. I printed. This one, which stopped printing halfway through, long story, and then uh, yours got printed also. So I've made that one because that's a different design. I respect the passion that you have for hey. not only 3D printing, but for the podcasting, for podcasting and for for beer. Thank you for always having you know having cool the fridge beverage. stocked for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I have certain demands when I show up to, <laughs> I mean, to green, do the podcast. How I many green M&M's yeah. <laughs> Yes, right. Green M&M's. I, I have to have trail mix with no raisins. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm I not that it. high maintenance. But No, it's good to be back with you guys. Yeah, I'm excited. A lot of fun, yeah. Like, I'm I, just from an observer of the podcast, like, it's kind of cool when you're, like, I stalk my app. Like, ooh, how many people viewed it today? How many people looked at this? It's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, it's it gives you an average of people who... So there's like 25 people who are listening to it normally. And then I'm getting people at work texting me like, hey, your friend Derek, he might want to try an espresso machine. 
instead of a Keurig machine, like yep. we were talking about yep. earlier, he said you might want to do espresso. That's the kind of feedback that I need. Exactly. I need real life, life changing for the better efficiencies. That's what I'm looking for with this. espresso for sure. One cup of Keurig, one espresso, you're good to that go. Sounds great. Yeah. You know, to to that point, I actually was talking to a I was talking to a coworker today. We were uh, we were at an event, and uh, he's like, "What do you got going on tonight?" I'm like, "Well." Headed over to Stevens. We're going to record a little bit and have a little fun. He's like, I've been listening to the podcast. I love podcasts. And I'm like, well, I welcome your feedback, man. But it, it's cool. People are just looking for something to entertain, some type of an outlet. And uh, it's like, been a lot of fun. I happen to have a friend who has a voice for a radio and right, yeah. who uh, you know has seven years experience. Got some. Oh, oh <laughs> the, the intro music on this, it'll play before this, but you won't hear it because I haven't done it yet. But the intro music, I got Julie. I captured Julie talking. Really? Sophie and her were down here with me, and she brought up the death penalty debate again. I'm telling you, that moment back in seventh grade when Julie and I had to, we were voluntold, hey, you're against the death penalty, <laughs> so go ahead and write a paper on it. When we got to stand up and debate together, it was at that moment that I realized I didn't want to be a lawyer. <laughs> you guys should debate the death penalty on this podcast. You, you know, it's possible. You know, we could always uh, we could always consider that for maybe podcast five or six, twenty know, something like thirty. That. Mm-hmm. You know, I prefer to piecemeal it into issues that maybe we could resolve in, right. in thirty minutes, you know, or at least start the conversations. Right. So, Brian, what's up with you? What's new in your world? Um, well, Brian, introduce yourself. Much. So, Brian, wh- like, what's the situation here? So, you're Julie's brother, I'm your Julie's, brother-in-law, Julie's you know? brother, Stephen's brother-in-law. I used to trusted uh, friend of mine. You know, <laughs> we've known each other for years. Now. Uh, I used to live in this room right uh, right next to us right here. It's <laughs> my mm-hmm. closet that used to be um, always very clean and tidy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I missed the Mizzou memo, though. I should have I should have put my Mizzou oh, shirt yeah. on. Cause it's well, if you know anything about Brian and I, there's a, there's a love for Missouri Tiger football. Oh, and, and for you as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you out, as well. Out on the wall. We got plenty of pictures yep. out there. So mm-hmm. I got the picture of you guys with um, the... Cast the sportscaster. Oh, with Brent Musburger. Yes, that's on that the wall was, back there. That was such a cool experience. You Dude. know, we could talk about that at some point. Mm-hmm. But like, what I love about college football is there's a lot of tradition. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of passion that goes around mm-hmm. it. And I love the fact that we like have our group that goes to like one, sometimes two away games a year. And you run into people like Brent Musburger and all the ladies were like, "Where's Jesse? Where's Jesse Palmer?" And he's like, "He doesn't stay at places like this, ladies." <laughs> but it's just cool, you know. You get to run into people like that, and it's fun, and they're just down to earth. And yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, college football season. But mm-hmm. that's that's one of the cool things just about sports. You know, it's it's a common thing that a lot of people like to rally around even if you disagree on anything and everything above the sun sorry about that pop (laughs) (laughs) try to get this thing fixed i think channel one's messed up um no it's awesome lsu that was one of my favorite games it was really cool i think the lsu Mm -hmm. atmosphere the um the people down there Mm -hmm. um we had a great time the two days beforehand when we went down to new orleans and Got beignets at two yep. in the morning, God and then everything it. that happened before that, and mm-hmm. all that. Next. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like as you um, as you grow up, you try to find more luxurious ways to travel. That transit that we took, no, no, it, never again. With never fifteen again. people. I'm flying from St. Ever. Louis to uh, Baton Rouge and New Orleans. That was uh, yeah. that was quite the experience. But I look back on that, and I'm like, you know what? That was a cool experience. It was a great experience. It was a cool yeah. experience for me because I was driving. But everybody, everybody else that was in the back, listen, I, you live and learn. <laughs> we were, right? exactly. we were sardine back there. It, yeah. was, it was crazy. You know, yeah. We get down to New Orleans. We have a great time on Bourbon Street. You know, it, it, And then the next day to head out to Baton Rouge and go to the game. I mean, those are the kind of memories mm-hmm. that I love making with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's, what, that's really what it's all about. 
Well, I, I never realized. Stupid dogs. You agree, Ziva? Perfect. Um, I never realized the um, back in college and stuff like that. Like you saw those groups of guys that were all going to the game and stuff. You're like, oh well, yeah, what are they? You know. Mm-hmm. But like, it truly is a fun. Like those are our football guys. Yeah. Like whenever whenever we get together, mm-hmm. we know it's fun. It's mm-hmm. gonna be fun. We're gonna have a great time. Um, last year we went to Boston College. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Heading up there to Boston. Brian couldn't nope. eat any of the seafood, but you know it was still good. That's a shame. So why are you allergic? Got to again? go to got to go to Fenway. Yeah. Um, oh, Fenway. Cool. I think I think that was awesome. Yeah. I think the Yankees Red Sox game in Fenway was pretty awesome. That was incredible. Yeah, and that's one of those things. Like even if you're not a fan of the teams, it's more or less like, hey, it's uh, yeah, I smell that too. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> hey, Ziva. God, Ziva. Good, good girl. You stink. Out. She must have had some seafood before she go walked into out. this room. Out. My goodness! I actually, uh, I need a. We need a fan in here. I just uh, went to a crawfish boil this uh, Saturday, but I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't uh, eat any. I had some uh, some jambalaya, mm-hmm. which I could eat. But uh, can't you do something about that allergy? Can't you just well, you can pre-medicate I, himself. Yeah, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do for the cause. I don't want to roll the dice on that though. No, yeah, probably not. Yeah, no, but I, I just think it's really cool. Like. You know, there's a lot of people out there that like they have their little, they have their group, they got their squad, they do something like they look forward to every year, and I look forward to those away games with everybody because it's just like it's in a town we've never been to, it's in exactly. a culture we've never been to, it's a sport that I love, and it's with people I love. So yeah. it's, you know, that's my thing. Yeah, but, and the uh, I always view kind of the game, like the the win or lose, as kind of secondary to the weekend as a whole because, you know. We got curb stomped by Alabama and Georgia and LSU. <laughs> there were 30 and, seconds. 30 yeah. seconds at Alabama. Um, I was like, all right, we got this, guys. Yeah. We got this. 30 seconds in, they scored a touchdown on us. Yeah. And it was like, no, we're done. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's one of the things. There's not a lot of parody at times with certain teams, mm-hmm. but it's still, I mean, the atmosphere was second to none. I mean, that was, that was incredible. And, you know, mm-hmm. even though we were going down there to maybe donate a little bit of blood that day, <laughs> had a lot of fun at the tailgate. Mm-hmm. The beer was cold. Mm-hmm. The company was good. Mm-hmm. And it was still, you know, it's an experience. I look back on, I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that was, that was real deal. Like, yeah, and we get a group cool. around like 15 to 20. And, and mm-hmm. it, it Varies every year. Yeah. Some years I go, some years, most of the time we go. But the last few years I've, I've missed Georgia. I missed Georgia. Yeah. You guys went down to Georgia. Julie that did. Just awesome. ask her. She'll yeah. tell you about <laughs> meeting the mayor of Vidalia, yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Where where else are you going to meet the mayor of a small town? Exactly. I, mean, I think that that meetup right there is what sparked her desire for a political career. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the death penalty back in seventh grade with you well, guys. I'm you just know. saying that was when she had the spark. and Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I would say Boston was fun because of Red Sox and Yankees game. We went to Fenway, mm-hmm. first time going there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it was like a rock, uh, a rock show. A lot of history in that city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. We did the whole walk, like the Freedom Walk around yep. the town. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. Um, what else? LSU was good. Um, A&M. A&M was also one of our funnest. A&M was cool. It was the best stadium in-stadium experience. 110,000 people crammed in there. Seven o'clock kick. It was misting. It was like a Texas drizzle. It mm-hmm. just felt like a Friday night lights mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I mean, those those are the kind of things we were five rows from the end zone. I mean, yeah. It was that whole experience. I was mm-hmm. like, this is Texas football. Yeah. Man. And that was one of the years Mizzou was doing really good. And we we, we won. won. Mm-hmm. Our what our record's what, two and six on the road? We're not yeah, great. But like hey, that. you know what? We're uh, undefeated with fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I enjoyed the the lemonade in Texas. The little, I was going to say, good the, the, one, the one thing about Texas A&M, we lost Brian. At some we point, lost Brian a couple of times just in between the parking lot and the RV area and then the actual 
tailgate area, but thank God you're okay. We found, <laughs> we found you. So I've gone down to Teeks a few times, which is the uh, there's a the search and rescue. There's a training center down there for mm-hmm. Texas Task Force One, and we've we drove we drive by that that road where we tailgated on it. And like I've done that a few times. Like ah. Has good memories. Yeah, I mean, like that's mm-hmm. that's what it's, it's about making memories. I mean, like yeah. it's as you um, you know as you see your kids getting older, it's good to have a squad of people that you're kind of like growing up with and trying to figure this thing out with, and like having these experiences with, and to walk in here and see some of those pictures you have on the wall. I'm like, man, that's good stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's uh, I'm I'm really bad about taking pictures when I'm at things because I'm trying to kind of soak it all in. Um, I'm one of those guys. I don't take a ton of pictures, so I'm in the minority there. But I'm also in the minority. Did you know that you can get a lot done if you take a phone into the bathroom with you? I didn't know that. I haven't. That was maybe two years ago when I started taking my phone in there. You know, when you're doing some some thinking. Really? Yes. I was like in like the five percent that didn't do that because, uh, yeah, we're we're going on a tangent you're going on a tangent on that one. But but that's the thing. It's like I'm so much more productive since I've been shown the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I don't. My point is I don't take a lot of pictures. Yeah. And so it's cool that I've got. So you're not uploading to Instagram or Facebook while you're on the toilet. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. You're not, you're not doing not that. Gonna, I'm not gonna have a fatal flaw or a fatal error <laughs> with that. But uh, and here's my shoes yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, I mean that those those are really cool, you know. And I'm glad Brian that uh, I've gotten to know you better over the years because it's a lot of fun hanging out with you because you're, gosh, you got that passion, man. <laughs> I love that. I love I love hanging out with passionate people when mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what they're passionate about, just be passionate about something. So where are we going this year? Um, you, you sent an email out because you want some confirmations. Yeah, there's a couple of options. We're gonna, you know, I think there's. K-State. K-State was on Man- the list. We're going to head to Manhattan, Kansas. That might be a little bit smaller group, but then the big one's Auburn. Heading down to Auburn, Alabama. Because you know? that's the one we don't play for another eight years. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of the way that the SEC likes to rotate their teams. So we won't we won't go back to Auburn for a decade. We'll be in our 50s when we go back. So it's kind of like, wow. hey, we need to get down there. And we need to check it out. And finally, for the first time since we joined the conference in 2012, we're going to uh, Jordan Air Stadium. So we got to can't miss it mm-hmm. can't miss it mm-hmm. so yeah yeah we, tr- we try to do one road road game every year like we try to pick the road game that we want to go to mm-hmm. um i don't know why we picked boston college last year but because we, we're never going to go back and it, <laughs> and it was an excuse to go to boston that's like, just true okay because okay. we're not we don't play that was like a random one-off mm-hmm. like under the table situation like yeah so i was like you know let's go to boston sounds fun to me yeah could have gone to wyoming that one year we could have <laughs> worn the see, barrel. Saw, saw rodeo and saw Mizzou play in Wyoming. <laughs> see him lose. See him lose yeah. in week one. Yeah. Gosh, hey, that's all right. It's all right. It's all we'll, right. we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're big sports fans. Yep. I think most of this talk is going to be uh, focused around sports. <laughs> a lot of sports. Uh, Brian. Mm-hmm. Brian used to work for the Cardinals, and mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't know, but Brian has a World Series ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. You, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if I've <clears> seen. I haven't seen the ring. It, I knew that. It was uh so 2011. It was the it was actually the first year um, that they ever gave rings to part timers. Um, it uh, I mean it doesn't have diamonds, but yeah, it's no got bling, my, no bling on it's it. It's got my it does have my name engraved on it, and it has the rally. Incredible. It has the yeah. rally squirrel on the other side of it. Yeah, that's it's crazy. the year of the rally. Squirrel. I also uh, have a National League one from 2013. I love that. So, so I love that. that's that's mm-hmm. like that's cool because you can pass that on to your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he worked for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. selling tickets. Yeah, uh, in the booth down there. Mm-hmm. What was it like working for a professional organization? Because I think people on the outside have this this vision of like, oh my gosh, that must be so fun and not work at all because it's you love the team. Like, what's it actually like? Not even close to as glamorous as anyone yeah. would think. Um, 
especially, you know, in the area that I was in. I mean, I was, um, when we had, like, say we had a home game at uh, 7 o'clock, I was still coming in at 9 in the morning and working till 8 at night, driving back to Lake St. Louis and waking up and doing it all over again. And so people would always ask, oh, do you stay for the game afterwards? And I'm like... No, I yeah. I just want to go home. Was this? Were you full time at this point, or was yeah. that mm-hmm. okay? Because I was like nine to eight, and you're part time. Yeah, and they're asking a lot of. No, them. yeah. Well, I think a part of that too. That's not that dissimilar to the radio industry mm-hmm. because there's so many people that are interested in getting that type of experience, and so they the people that run these places they know it's like hey like we can we can ask these guys to do a lot because they're getting paid and experience. Mm-hmm. And if they don't like it and they move on, that's okay. We've got a line behind them, you know? So I feel you on that. I mean, we saw that a lot, you know, like when I was getting into radio, like mm-hmm. at first it was like, Hey, here's your midnight to 6am shift mm-hmm. and you can do this, this and this, mm-hmm. but that's it. And we'll pay you five fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, thank you for the experience. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. and there was, you know, there were days where I would, I would be like, man, this is, why why would I ever leave here? But then, you know, it comes yep. down to dollars and cents. <laughs> right. Yeah. At some at some point, you know, you gotta you gotta kinda make a financial decision. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a gal that I work with, her her husband was working for um he was high up with the Battlehawks for oh, a while. Yeah. And then before that he worked for the Cardinals. He was in marketing and same kind of thing. You know, a lot of fun. You're a part of a, a staple mm-hmm. of the city. But there's there's opportunities. Just ba- ba- Battlehawks are a staple of the city. Is well, the, you... the Cardinals, the Cardinals. So the Cardinals, the Battlehawks, they they will be again when yep. they come back next yep. year. They, they will be. Are you sure? Are they yeah. Are? We'll know in a, we'll know in two weeks if we officially get yeah. a team. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I, I actually don't even. know. I think yeah. in a week actually. Yeah, because the uh, so the dome has already like there's a couple of days that they've already said they've blocked them off mm-hmm. in anticipation, and then the uh, the XFL is going to make. Uh, yeah, uh, Randy Carricker says it's a done deal. Already. Oh, well, perfect, so. perfect. So yeah, so but my point is he worked in sports and even worked his way up, and it's there's still more earning potential outside of that. So it's really mm-hmm. just what you what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, Brian, you got like really good like you got perks, right? Which was like you could watch the games, and yes. so during the playoffs. You were able to go to standing room, right? Like they, right. they let yeah. you go in and just. I had uh, so when I worked there part time, yes, um, I could just you know go in and stand and watch the games. And uh, when I was full time, there was two options. You could pick um, what was called the homestand plan, which was one game per homestand. Um, pick whatever game, mm-hmm. and it was not taxed. There was another option that was you could pick uh, forty games. But it was taxed. I'm like, well, my paychecks are already what they are. I don't really want to pay mm-hmm. more taxes for yeah. games that I'm not going to go to anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually would say that working there part time um, paid much better um, on a hourly basis. Yeah, um, you were there for three hours, making very good money for part time. And then you could, you would get off, you know, forty five minutes into game time, and then you could go. And you still got the perks, yeah, right. That's cool, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what was the, um, what made you want to get into that world originally? Like, was it just being a big sports fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went to uh, Maryville and got my degree in uh, sport business management. Uh, you know, met a lot of great people there, so that was good. Um, 
so that was kind of why I wanted to get into it. And then, you know, at the time I was uh, working at City, I was kind of balancing my career at City with wanting to get into sports. So I kind of got to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity and just try it. And yeah. um, face the mic, Brian. And you, uh, keep, you keep, you keep, either that or turn the mic so it's in between you and Derek. Okay. okay so turn <laughs> the mic head a little bit. There, there you go. go. I appreciate there you, go. you wanting yeah. to make eye contact. <laughs> you're, you're wanting to make eye contact yes. on a podcast. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> you're being, you're being, that's very oh. professional of you, and I appreciate that courtesy. Oh. Also, if you want to turn your chair so that you're so. more at an angle, like in between us. There you go. See, now but, you can see him, and okay. now you can talk to the mic at the yeah. same time. There. So, uh, but anyway, I um, so I got to a point where I kind of just decided to, you know, take the leap, and because uh, I knew, you know, if I decided I didn't eventually didn't want to do it anymore i would i would still have other options so yeah i I would assume like coming out of school like those are probably pretty high in demand jobs right Mm -hmm. i mean there's a lot of people that Mm -hmm. want to do that and it's great experience Mm -hmm. you know yeah um the commute sucked but it was (laughs) we live out in lake st louis in winsville area and brian was going to city getting off of there going Mm -hmm. to the city grinding Mm -hmm. for the game yeah working and then driving all the way back out to Mm -hmm. lake st louis every day Mm -hmm. what would what would your advice be so like there's there may be some people that listen to this that have kids that are like you know maybe they're going into college or Mm -hmm. high school and they've got interest in being in that sports world or like being a part of that um what what is your advice like to get involved with that or how do you get in um if you really want to commit to it early um i was because i was so caught between the good career I was building at city mm-hmm. and also maybe wanting to get into sports. Yeah. And I, f- I almost felt like at times I was like half in half out. So, um, if I had to do it all over again and I really wanted to get into sports early, mm-hmm. I probably would have, uh, left city earlier and just gone full into it because I think you also did stuff at the Bandits down at the the um, hockey team down the when the yeah. Hardy's Ice Arena was yeah. in the Valley. Mm-hmm. I did some mascotting for the Bandits. <laughs> Were you the Bandit for a little bit? Uh, they did you have uh, to wear a costume. Or I did, did you just yeah. show up as you are. No, I, I did have to wear a costume, and uh, so I didn't know it that. was funny. There was a little bit of uh, my life has changed. It was uh, it was a little bit of a miscommunication, honestly, because. You know, it was um, that was an internship, and um, <laughs> I I was doing it because I thought they that's what they just needed me to do at that time. Yeah. Um, they thought I was doing it because that's what I wanted to do. Be a ba- be a mascot. Be the mascot. <laughs> be the band. And so, so once we kind of cleared that up, they uh, they brought in a different mask, brought in somebody else to be the mascot, and. A little bit you know, taller. Somebody a little bit taller. Put me on. Put me on something else. Because, well, I, I had to wear the bandit costume, but I also um, one time had to wear, uh, since it was a Hardy's Iceplex, they had the uh, the Hardy's star. You got to wear the star. The star. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, here's the thing. For the is, presence of royalty. It was uh It was a very rigid costume, right? <laughs> and so. <laughs> Not a lot uh, of give in the star. Not a lot of give in the star. Not a lot of give. And so one time we were going on the ice and we were doing all these, uh, like these games in the intermission. And uh, now we're recording. Okay, so yeah, so sorry about my that. Mic. There's gonna be a little skip in the audio. I don't think um, my actually, I need to plug this back in so we can hear it. 
Oh, turn that off. What are you doing? All right. So Brian was basically saying oh. that he was the hardy star. Your mic's not working. None of our mics are working. None of your mics are working? Check, 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 check. Nope. Interesting. Okay. Oh, that's they are working. Here we oh. go. You couldn't hear them because the direct, the direct thing was not gotcha. there. So they were working. We got all that on the audio. So, we're, <laughs> so Brian was the hardy star. It was a very rigid costume. A very rigid so, costume. And so you were you were talking about like you were on the ice and what was going on? Yeah. So we were doing some like games or whatever on the ice, and uh, the guy that was uh, wearing the bandit costume uh, like threw a puck at me or something, and. Uh, I kind of fell backwards, and because of the rigidness of the costume, I kind of had the the T Rex arms, and uh, they didn't really realize that I was laying there until like they started walking the, on the, off the ice, and uh, somebody happened to turn around and see me laying there, so they came and helped me up, and so yeah, that was fun, and uh, also you never want to be a uh, a mascot on uh, the night they're giving away kids hockey sticks either. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. Were I you, mean, were you the Hardy Star at that point? Or were you the Bandits? I was the Bandit. Yeah. So, tell me about the mascot, like the uniform, because I've always had the belief <laughs> that that thing gets washed once every seven or eight years. Like, what was it like being in there? Was there like the, was there the hint, the aura of previous mascots yes. within the Star? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So there's a lot of history. Not in the Star. Not okay. in the Star. Um, because the it was a uh, the Star was like open at the bottom, so it was very. You know that one wasn't wasn't bad. It was the other one that was. Why is it so funny for me to picture you wearing the Hardy Star? Because <laughs> it's Brian wearing and a like Hardy. hobbling around. You got the little arms, yeah. and you're like, "Let's go!" <laughs> Love it. That's so good. Yeah, that was cool. part of your, yeah, that was part of your internship, and then you went to work for the Cardinals after mm-hmm. that. Yep. So let's talk about the Cardinals for a little bit because sure. I am happy we got Albert Pujols back. We spent a lot of money on him. Not really. Not no, okay. Well, not, not in not the grand really. scheme of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we're okay. But for okay, so for somebody his age, is it good money for to spend it on him for that? It's uh, I mean, two and a half million is kind of a drop in the bucket for teams. Face nowadays. the mic. Two and a half million is kind of a drop in the bucket for teams nowadays. So well, yeah, and um, but like, I think the benefit has paid off with attendance, uh, mm-hmm. PR. Just promoting card. I think the mm-hmm. Cardinals got more energy mm-hmm. from having him back than I've seen in the last few years. Savvy, mm-hmm. savvy businessman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I agree with you because like there's a big following of Cardinals fans, right? Big mm-hmm. following, but we're we're at times we're kind of a boring team. I think they're you very know? boring. So having uh, having Albert back, the last dance with Yachty and Wayno gives a little juice. Yep, a little juice. Okay. So and- here's the thing though, Wayno hasn't said he's retiring. Like I, right. I, I read an article that he specifically was like, I never said I'm retiring. Mm-hmm. Why is everyone calling this my last my farewell like tour? Well, like, they want to brand it that yeah. way. And he yeah. can still pitch too. So yeah, exactly. It's not like he's like you know down in the numbers. He's yeah. just as good as he was. Yeah, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I think I think Cardinals are doing good. Where are they at in the division right now? Second, it's um big series. It's this all weekend. big Brewers, series. Yeah. yeah. It's already a two-team race in the second. I mean, the Central Division is so bad. You have three teams that are basically just outright tanking. So Cubs, Pirates, and Reds. Pirates and Reds are yeah. out. And that so that's an issue. You brought up the tanking. You know, that's a really interesting like way to go about things. And there's this debate had a lot baseball primarily because it's easier to tank in baseball. But like, what I mean by that is okay. So to win a World Series, you've got to have dudes. You got to have players. Mm-hmm. Well. 
it takes time to develop your your talent that you have to draft, or it takes time for you to save up the money to go after big free agents. So what teams will do when they know they can't compete is they just won't compete. They will spend zero money, and they will completely tank, and they'll finish 40 games out of first place, and they're okay with it. And it's known that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, They used to call it rebuilding, but rebuilding was still like, hey, we're going to try to compete. Tanking is... It's kind of, it's some people like myself I'm kind of like dude you can't just do that to your fans it can be seen as a disgrace to the game because of the tanking mm-hmm. but if you look at the Florida Marlins from like the late 90s they did it twice they won the world series completely tanked brought it back and won another world series so the debate is would you rather have a team like the Cardinals that is competitive every year gets into the playoffs more more, more times than not doesn't always win the series, but it's a nice ride. Or would you rather have a team that is just complete seller dweller, not interested in competing at all, but you may get a World Series every ten years? I would rather have the Cardinals. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I would because too, man. Like, it, it, it has to do with just like, but okay, yes, it's good to have the Cardinals competing every year. But when they don't, you're like, this team sucks, and they maybe just finish at the first round. You're like, what? We, we've had that conversation yep. before. Like, we're ex- Cardinals are expected to win. Mm-hmm. And yet, when they don't make the playoffs because they lose in the wild card round or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like they were a horrible team. It's like, no, they weren't that bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, we could get into a whole conversation about, like, are the Cardinals playing to win the division or are they playing to win the World Series? Because yeah. I think they are content winning the division and seeing if they get hot at the right time and then seeing if they can run through the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to win in baseball. It's so many games. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, there are teams that are built to win the World Series or bust. The Cardinals are like, hey, look, I mean, even in 2011, the last time they won it, they got it on the last day of the regular season. They got hot and they ran through it. Yeah. But they had no business necessarily winning that whole thing mm-hmm. at the time but they yeah, that was a, that was a hot streak like yep. it was like the last game yep. they had to win they won and they're in mm-hmm. and then they won it yeah so that's the that's a something we could talk about till the end of days yeah. you know would you rather have the royals who won a world series in 2016 but have been terrible mm-hmm. or well, compete every year the thing with uh when it comes to tanking or rebuilding is if you if you decide to tear it down and rebuild and you get it wrong drafting the wrong players, you've kind of doomed yourself to about a decade of bad baseball. Yeah. Have we done so that? It's have very, the Cardinals done that? The Cardinals have not, uh, because they don't they don't do the the tank and rebuild. Well, it's a good strategy. thing we don't have Jason here because he's a huge Cubs fan. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to talk to Jason about that. About why he's a Cubs fan? Well, like (laughs) finding out where he went astray, but then also kind of digging into like, hey, so how do you feel as a fan? Because I had I I got into a pretty good argument. I got a guy pretty fired up at work one time. He was also a Cubs fan. And I was like, you know, if you guys ever win the World Series, you're going to lose about 50 percent of your fan base because they were the lovable losers. Yeah. You know, and he didn't like that. He's like, no, we're loyal. Yeah. I was like, I'm just kidding, buddy. But like, like, chill out. I'm just killing, man. Don't don't take it personal. But for years, they were known as like the team that like, they haven't won in 100 years, Mm -hmm. you know? So like that was their brand. You Mm -hmm. know, there wasn't the expectation of winning. It was going to be a nice to have. So I was just curious how he feels now that they they won the one, and then they're they're not competing. <laughs> and then, right? I, and they yeah, down. and I yeah. I don't understand why they're operating like that as a big market team. Also, a good they good could point. be, you know the the Dodgers of the Midwest if they wanted to be. Yeah, that, why is that? They're Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, 
There's enough people up there spending enough money. You've got Wrigleyville. You've got the the lore of Wrigley Field and all that. A huge TV contract. Yeah. That's interesting. Is that just greed or is that uh, cheap? It's interesting. Mm. Gosh, that's I didn't think about that. Yeah. How they've got so many people because you know, like with the Cardinals, you know, we're a mid-sized market, and I get that we don't have the big market LA money, but we've got the big TV contract, mm. you know, and th- there's opportunities for us to make splashes, but we're very conservative, and I, I tend to lean that way. Mm. You know, you don't want to leverage the farm on a bad deal or anything mm. like that, but that is interesting. To yeah, a team like the Cubs. Why are they doing that? It's a huge city. Yeah, huge. I don't know. Even the Angels spend money out in L.A., and they they still don't win, but they spend a lot of money. Yeah. They're trying. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You got Shohei Otani and Mike Trout on the same team. And That's can... what's incredible. You got two like just modern-day, like legendary-type guys. Mm-hmm. Baseball does a really poor job of marketing their stars. Very though. poor. You yep. know, like... There's so many games, and like with those teams on the West Coast, I mean, the games don't come on till nine, ten o'clock. You know, you just don't. I like. I can't tell you the last time I saw Trout play, and I love baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just an unfair advantage being out on there on that coast. Yep. I think I gave you guys the good mics because my mic is sucking tonight. <laughs> well, you gave. You've got the looks, so you sacrificed the mic. Is that what it was? That's it's, what it I'm was. running the board, and I gave you guys the better equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think the Cardinals are doing good this year. I'm, I'm really excited to see them. Yep. You know, even though there's a late start to the season, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad we're finally back into it. And it's a two. It is a two team division, and yep. we're mm-hmm. in. in you know, we're, we're in competitive there. this year. Yeah. We're in there. We're competitive, mm-hmm. and it's fun. And I and I think attendance has been up just as people go back and see Albert. Yeah, yep. they want to see him play. They want to mm-hmm. see like when I ask people who, that go to the game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Molina wasn't behind the plate, but mm-hmm. I got to saw Albert. Mm-hmm. You know, or Wayno pitched mm-hmm. uh, and Albert hit, so it was a great game or mm-hmm. whatever. If you are trying to go to select Albert games, you need to be selective and see if there's a left-handed a left-hander pitching yep. because Albert's being used pretty exclusively on left-handed pitching because uh-huh. he tears that up. Yep. So I would recommend taking a look to see. Or mm-hmm. games where we're going to put him into pitch. I mean, apparently that's you know, him and Yachty. <laughs> also, well, and also look for uh, games where Wainwright is starting because uh, Yachty plays a lot less now because yeah. he kind of doesn't have much left in the tank. Mm-hmm. And, there's a record um, that him and Wainwright are trying to get that they're only a few starts away from having the most pitcher catcher Combo. combination in uh, MLB history. Nice. So, so Yachty is going to catch every single Wainwright start. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to see Yachty, definitely go to that one, and then you know maybe they can throw pool holes mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. You know, later on in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, it's an exciting start to the season for sure. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Derek. There's a buzz in here. Nope. 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 <laughs> all right. I love how our podcast is just basically like, yeah, well, well you can fix all this in post. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find a way. I don't know if you listened to the last podcast, but all of a sudden, like, Derek's really loud on the mic, and all of a sudden, it's like this. <laughs> like, halfway through the podcast, Derek's vocals go down, and I don't, I don't know what happened. Yep. I don't know if the mic stopped working. But something happened. But right now there's a buzz. Listen, we're doing pretty well for being in a closet, in a basement. <laughs> with two dogs. In Lake St. Louis with two dogs sniffing around. One's got the gas of a oh, Taco Bell God. dog. And, you know, we're just, we're just hanging out. Yeah, that dog. Three amigos, <laughs> you know. No, but this is cool, though. Like, what else is going on, Brian? Like, you know, we're, we're fortunate to have you in here. You know, you you watch more sports than the two of us combined, even though we love it. You uh, know, like, what are you looking forward to, like, either... 
you know, like kind of locally? Like, is there any? I'm I'm looking forward to like the XFL announcement, I, you know, stuff like that. I mean, is there anything else going on? Uh, very much looking life? forward to that. Um, I think that it's kind of amazing how much St. Louis bought into the Battlehawks before that. That was pretty the cool. COVID uh, pause happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were actually s- slated to sell like forty five thousand tickets for that. It's incredible that next home game, which no other team was getting that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, I did just notice the Blues trail one nothing oh. uh, <sighs> to the Avs in the first period. All so. right, we'll, we'll head upstairs. Spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Uh, it's, uh, we'll go upstairs and watch that after this. Well, I mean, you know, the Blues have scored the first goal in each of the f- previous four games in this series. And All right, so let's flip really, the script a little yeah, bit. Yeah, hasn't see. really worked out. So. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's the one thing too. You know, like what's uh, you get to this time of year, it's just. The playoffs are different, mm-hmm. you know, and especially in baseball, you know, well, in hockey, too. I mean, the Stanley Cup, I think the Stanley Cup is probably the hardest trophy to win mm-hmm. of them all. I mean, because there's injuries, there's so much that can happen. You have to win 16 games to win the whole thing. And it's just so the fact that we won back in 2019 was awesome. But like there had to be breaks that yep. went our way in that series, too, you know, mm-hmm. so um I'm hopeful they can come back. You know, we'll know the results by the by the time this hits the air, right? Yep. But, yep. Exactly. You know, I'm hopeful they can come back. But it's just one of those things where you can't take for granted anything in in professional sports. You know, like oh, we'll get them next year, maybe not. Yeah. Well, and well then, like Bennington going out, yeah. like that was just like it changed a, the entire. It changed, series. it changed everything. Yeah, it changed everything. Um, but you know, the way I look at it is, even if they don't uh, come back, they still have a very good young core. And uh, a very good GM, so future's still pretty bright. Oh, absolutely! And you can't win it every year. I really want to be Colorado. You know, I think one of the reasons I really want to be Colorado is because they are. This is their window. Yep. This is their window. Like yep. if they if they don't win in the next couple of years, they got to sell everybody. Mm-hmm. Just because that's how sports work. You got contracts. They come up. Guys that are working on their first contract are going to get paid big money, and you can't pay them all because of a salary cap mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, it just would be really cool to spoil that window yep. from a team that is also owned by Stan Kroenke. That's right. I should have worn my Kroenke sucks shirt. Yeah, it was funny the other night. There was somebody in the crowd at the uh, at the hockey game mm-hmm. that caught a puck, mm-hmm. and uh, on the Blues radio broadcast, Kerber was like, "And uh, there's some standing ovation for the kid that caught the puck, and he's got some very detailed, opinionated uh, thoughts about the Avalanche ownership." Did I say that okay? <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things too. Like you know, another Kroenke owned team. So, with the whole Rams uh, yeah. feeling bad mm-hmm. thing, you know, it'd be nice to nice to see them not win their rebuild. But right. you know what? I have zero control over it. But as a fan, I feel like I do. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so you just get really emotionally mm-hmm. invested. But it's all good. So, what's going on with soccer in the St. Louis area? Next March. Next March. Next mm-hmm. March. It's on. It was supposed to be on this March, but COVID pushed everything back a year. Okay. Um, the stadium's looking great. Um, Where's it at? It's right by the uh, Wells Fargo building on Market. Mm-hmm. So it's just west of Union Station. Yep. So it's it's in a real okay. um, kind of run. It's like a run runish down part of Market. Okay. Very exciting, though, because the stadium's going to be kind of on its own, but then they're expecting, because soccer is an international game, there will be a lot of retail that can grow up right around the stadium. Mm-hmm. And they've got the practice fields. They're going to have the offices right there. And then as you walk east down Market towards Union Station, all that kind of gets developed a little bit. Okay. And then all of a sudden, you've got soccer. You've got Blues hockey. you got the you aquarium. Got stadium. you got the aquarium. And like that whole area is starting to come to life a little bit, mm-hmm. which is really exciting because I'm – 
I'm looking forward to like next April. You got maybe a Cardinals like one o'clock first pitch, and then you got a six o'clock, you know, St. Louis City game. I mean, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. Maybe Blues playoffs factored in there, yeah. you know, as mm-hmm. you get later on in the spring. But it's a really exciting time to be a sports fan in this mm-hmm. town, you know. So um I'm a big soccer guy, so I'm really excited. We mm-hmm. finally got a team. And mm-hmm. We finally got we got local ownership that financed pretty much the whole thing. Yep. You know, that was the only way we were going to get a team. Like St. Louis has been deserving of an MLS team for years. Mm-hmm. The soccer history in this town is off the charts, but the MLS is very much we want stadiums in city centers. They don't want them in the suburbs. Okay. Right. So it was like, okay, they want it in St. Louis City. Well, St. Louis City was like, we've only got 300,000 people down here. We don't have enough tax revenue. We don't want to spend it on soccer. We have other issues. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that Betts got voted down. Really, yeah. It initially it got, got voted down in uh, 2017, I think it was. And then it kind of looked bleak. Yeah, it kind of looked bleak. <laughs> I think this is going now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, apparently, Lynn called me, one of the dog handlers, one of my friends, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, let me turn the volume up on our headphones so we can hear ourselves better. And interrupted our podcast because <laughs> I'm recording. That's what we're working with. We're, just, we're a couple my dudes having fun. Three dudes having fun. So, so the original iPad didn't work because I ran out of space because apparently <laughs> the app is old and I had to, I didn't update the app, so we yeah. ran out of space. Switched to my phone. Somehow we're going to mesh it together. And then now Lynn called me, interrupted my, my stream. If you put your phone on do not disturb, will that help? I don't know. Yeah. But like to what, what Brian was talking about, I mean, like in 2017, when the city said, hey, we're not going to give you any money for the stadium, it was looking really bleak that we were ever going to be able to get something done. Mm-hmm. And it took private enterprise. You know what I mean? It took uh, like Carolyn Kindle Betts. It took mm-hmm. the enterprise family. They put a ton of their private money into the stadium. So the city's still going to reap some rewards, but this is a very much privately owned by a, a St. Louis family. So that's really, really cool that this thing's finally taken off and mm-hmm. it's going to be really good for soccer in St. Louis. Yep. I hope so. I just I've never been never been around professional soccer. Just I know Kansas City has a team. Sporting, yeah. Yeah. I've been I have not been to a sporting game. I actually went and saw a Gold Cup game years ago when um the US was playing Panama um mm-hmm. as part of the Gold Cup. It's like the competition between like the Central American and the uh North American teams. That was really cool. Um that stadium's awesome. Awesome. So there's gonna be a lot of a lot of life. A lot of life mm-hmm. down there in that part of St. Yeah. Louis. That's awesome. Great. Yeah, it's good. It's we'll good get down there. Yeah, it's good to see like it's good to see the town like have that kind of stuff. I yeah. mean, I think with the Rams leaving, mm-hmm. it kind of deflated us a little bit because mm-hmm. I mean, not 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 really. We actually won the Stanley Cup during that time, but yeah. but like um, when when you're in the off season of hockey or football mm-hmm. or baseball, there's not much going on. Exactly. Yeah. So what about NBA? Do you think the NBA will ever come to St. Louis? You know, it's interesting that 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 came up because there there's a lot of people that feel like St. Louis could support an NBA team. There's concern. It's like, is there enough corporate money to support hmm. both the Blues and an NBA franchise at the same time? Yeah. That's the that's the biggest thing. It's like because if you look at the way the NBA markets themselves, they've got big markets, obviously, but then you've got um, teams in like Salt Lake City. There's no other team in town, right? Yeah. All the corporate Oklahoma money. City, Orlando, Oklahoma City, like that is the attraction. That's is, it. Is going to the basketball. Mm-hmm. So that's what and New Orleans. I mean, they've got the Saints, um, but it's like. They look for cities like that, Portland, you know, where they can get all of that corporate money funneled in. So there's, I don't know if St. Louis could support both. Yeah. I think as fans, I think the fan support would be would be there. Yeah. Um, and I also think uh, if they chose to get behind it, I think the corporate support would be there too because, you know, the problem 
with the the Rams was not necessarily that people that we didn't have the ability to support them corporately. It's just I think they became an organization that corporations didn't want to support. Well, I feel like the Rams are a bad example because we know now, based on the emails and stuff that have come out, that they were they were tanking on purpose to have to justify moving the team to Los Angeles hmm. because they tripled the value of the team when they moved to LA. And I, I mean, I feel like St. Louis people are, are, we're adults. We're big boys and girls. Like mm-hmm. just say, Hey, we're moving the team back to LA to triple the value of the franchise. We'll get mad, you know, but it's like, okay, I can respect that more than you trying to drag us through the mud for just made up stuff. I mean, our attendance average the last five years as a historically bad team here in St. Louis was better than their last five years in Los Angeles. So, except this last year, right? Well, yeah. except this like their last five. Oh, their last five before they moved to St. Louis back in the nineties. So oh, oh, okay. I just I feel like that's a bad example of like what St. Louis can do because mm-hmm. the Rams they had it planned from when Stan bought the team in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I would love to see an NBA team here. My mm-hmm. uh, my grandpa was a trainer for the St. Louis Hawks back in the back in the day. You know, so I think that's pretty cool. But that was before the Blues were here. Um, I think there's a lot of support for sports here in St. Mm-hmm. Louis, and it'd be cool to. I'll, yep. I'll welcome any professional team that wants to play mm-hmm. here. Yep, yeah. I'll support them for sure. All right, so I think we're at 40 minutes or so. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah. It's so been fun it's, talking sports, yeah. talking sports, talking sports. Talking yeah. with B with B Wilga. <laughs> Wilga. So let's uh, let's head upstairs. Let's watch some Blues game. Let's hope they win. All and, right. Uh, till next time. All right. Till next right. time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.